It's the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast, episode 345. Hello, everyone. Tom Purcell here. Thanks so much for joining us. So glad that you did. You picked a great day to do it. Our special guest joins us from out in the beautiful Huntington Beach, California, a longtime friend of the show. Who else but Jeff Harold from Club Glove. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to have you back. It's been a while. It has been a while, and you are correct. We do live in a great part of the world, and we're lucky because we get to play golf pretty much year-round. Jeff, when I hear your name, I think of a couple things. One of them, I'll tell you, is about three or four years ago, my wife and I are at the Players' Championship. We're sitting at 17, the island hole. We're on the tee box, and a plane comes flying over with a banner. It says, Club Glove, number one number one travel get bag on tour. And I looked at my wife, and I said, I know that guy. I know him. <laughs> I know. I know you know, we, we had fun. We, yeah, we ran that. This is obviously pre-COVID. We were running the uh, the banner, and it's interesting. Interesting because we were one of the first to actually do that kind of marketing over PGA Tour events, and we were also uh, also uh, sponsoring and picking up the aerial coverage for NBC. Also, so it was kind of fun. Some people thought that the Aerial coverage was the same airplane that was towing the banner. It was hilarious, but it actually wasn't. But we had a lot of players uh, saw it, a lot of people, obviously a lot of fans. I One time I got a text from Billy Horschel saying, hey, I see your airplane up here buzzing around. Are you flying it? <laughs> Heck no, I don't tow banners. So, but... Uh, that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of fun doing that. We might do it again someday. But I see more banners floating around out there at these events. So somebody caught on to what I was doing. So. And you also talked about pre-COVID. You're the person, the first person I ever know. You invented the elbow bump. That's from the PGA show before COVID ever existed. Remember that? Well, you know, I'm I'm a quasi germaphobe. You could say I'm not a heavy germaphobe. I don't run around washing my hands every five minutes. But at the PGA Merchandise Show in 2013, I picked up a flu that was, uh, and I've already had COVID, and COVID was tough on me. Um, I sort of had the Greg Norman type experience with COVID, where it kicked my butt. But I got to tell you, the flu I had in 2013 was worse. And that was that particular flu I thought might kill me. So I, I thought, you know, from this point on during flu season, pretty, which flu season's pretty much now September to May, right? I said, you know, I'm not going to shake hands because that'll cut back about 80% of my odds of picking something up from another person. So I'll elbow bump. And I love the elbow bump, okay? You can, you can, or forearm bash, whatever you want to do, you know, and I kind of like it because nobody can wipe their nose with their elbow. Nobody opens a door handle with their elbow. The elbow really can't get near anything that's really, uh, you know, harmful and bacteria loaded, you know, uh, but maybe an arm, but, and you can't get your elbow back. You can't touch your elbow with your face either. Right. (laughs) Well, Jeff, for our listeners that may not know the story, you tell it better than anybody. Tell us the story of club glove. Number one on tour made in the USA. Just share with us that because that's I really enjoy hearing that. Well, we're known for our golf travel bag. Um, it's the number one in the world in that category. Uh, we have more tour players on all tours, even the European tour that use our bag than any other brand in golf. However, m- what most people don't know is the company started with neoprene golf club head covers. That's where the club glove name came from. It was sort of like body glove. In fact, the body glove wetsuit plant in Southern California was one of the very first factories that built my little neoprene head covers. 
And we didn't use, we didn't get the name from Body Glove. We had already named it. And the name came from someone saying, you know, it fits the club like a glove. It's like a club glove, right? And I go, that sounds like a great name. Let's just go ahead with that. And then after several years of doing the, about five years of doing that, we started getting into building a travel bag and, and I did a basic rudimentary travel bag like everyone else did. And then I started working on the club glove last travel bag in 1996. And I spent about nine months. I'm not an engineer. I never went to college, uh, but I have sort of an engineering mind. And I looked at travel bags and how they wore out zippers, handles, wheels, everything breaking and I came up with a design that was meant to last because tour players were going through travel bags. You're not going to believe it. Every four to six weeks, they were getting a new one. And so we introduced it at the 1997 PGA show in January of 1997. We actually had it in the fall of 96, but that was the first big show. And immediately it caught on. And next thing you know, Tom Kite wants to use those travel bags for the 97 U.S. Ryder Cup team. And there we go. That was it. You know, we've we've outfitted every Ryder Cup team in some fashion or form since then, and we'll be outfitting uh, the upcoming team uh, with with gear again this year too. So uh, it's been a fun ride, and I never imagined that uh, I would be where I am today. But the uh, the game of golf and the golf the industry of golf is just, it's the greatest. I just feel blessed to be a part of it. Well, unlike others, Jeff, Club Glove is made in the USA. It, that's important, and I think that's important to the players that, that play the, uh, I mean, I mean, mean that use the equipment, right? You know, it is. I mean, I think the most important thing to people, you know, Made in America is important, but if you look at surveys, it's not the number one importance. I think it mostly, you know, for a lot of people, a majority price is everything, right? However, there's, and then secondary is value. And so people are willing to spend extra money for something that's going to hold up and not end up in the landfill after a year or two of use. And that's where it works. Now, I wish we could make, we don't make every product here in America. I wish we could. There's certain smaller labor-intensive items, accessories, and things like that that we do make offshore like so many other companies. However, all of our luggage, anything with wheels on it, um, all of our, our main baseline is made right here with American fabrics, American plastics, um, American, it, they're packed in American boxes with American wood pulp. It's probably easier, as you mentioned off the air, they're naming a player that doesn't use uh, the product than, than someone who does, right? I mean, your list is long, a long list of players. It, it, the list is long, and it's been wonderful. And, again, the, the industry, the players, it's just there's no better level of human beings in any industry, in my opinion. And so um, I've been around other industries a little bit, but I think the integrity of the game also transcend, transcends into the industry. And if, but back to the names, yeah, if you, if you go on our website, you're going to see a lot of big names. Um, there's really, it, it is harder to name a, a, a player that doesn't use Club Glove. Even back in the day, I, I know for a fact that the big three, they all had a Club Glove at one point or another. I mean, Mr. Palmer, Mr. Nicholas, you know, Mr. Player all had a Club Glove at, at some point. And it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I've got a, 
I've got a club glove travel bag that's signed by so many big names, you know, in my office here. I maybe donate it to a charity someday when I retire. But uh, it's been, it's just been really fun. I found a niche and I made the best product in the category and it is, has paid off. And, and right now we're at, we're actually co-branding with Mizuno and Titleist doing their, their top of the line bags. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. I just love the industry and love being a part of it. Jeff, before I let you go, I want to talk a little bit about TRS Ballistic, uh, the new standard in American-made luggage, not just golf club travel, but also travel travel. Share with us a little bit about that. Well, that came along in 2011, so we're 10 years with it right now. And, you know, it, it's a little bit hard to understand really how functional this luggage is until you see it in action. We have a patented system where your luggage actually connects together. We're, we're on two wheels now instead of four. Uh, four wheels has been the rage for the past 15 years or so. And the reason it does so well is it is people see uh, others in the airport concourse on the glass smooth floors wheeling their four-wheel luggage, and it just looks so easy. And, and it is on those floors. However, when you get outside of the glass smooth floors of the concourse and you start getting onto city sidewalks and streets and, and different uh, tile floors and, and brick and things like that, the four-wheel luggage system does not work. It's basically like taking your office chair out on the street, okay? Imagine even on asphalt how you would just bounce around all over the place because they're, they're office chair wheels. It's basically what they are. And so we're still on two wheels with a really high bounce inline skate wheel that can take sidewalk uh, bumps and cracks and pebbles and things like that. And then when you, the only time we're on four wheels is when you connect two of ours together. But, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and plug it, go to clubglove.com and right there on the home page, there's a 30 second national commercial that we run that will literally teach you everything you need to go to know in 30 seconds. Hey, Jeff, outside of the golf travel bags, what's your most popular or best-selling, or what's, what's the one that the customers tend to migrate to the most in your, in your travel luggage? Well, uh, in terms of travel luggage, I would say it is probably the carry-on size pieces that we have, uh, and we have a couple different ones because, obviously, everybody needs a carry-on. And that's something that fits, fits in the overhead, and you can attach your club glove last bag to it and roll both pieces with one hand, which is really cool. Finally, before I let you go, talk about the travel ensemble, how they hook together. I've got a video of you that we took at the show several years ago when you had them all, you had them all linked together. And I think on your, on your website, you have a four-year-old pulling 150 pounds of luggage. Share with us a little of that. That's fantastic. That, that is exactly yeah. the video that I just mentioned at clubglove.com. You'll see a four-year-old. We have a guy come out. It's kind of high speed because attaching the luggage pieces takes more than a minute. It takes, well, takes just about one minute, okay, to do it. And then we have a four-year-old literally wheeling the, uh, the, our entire luggage ensemble off the stage. And, I mean, it's literally like it's on rails. In other words, you would never, ever have to worry about overpacking, okay, with our luggage, which a lot of people have to pack heavy. They don't have options. They have to have check-ins. And, you know, now you can, you can arrange your ground transportation, look for your Uber ride, and still be moving with your luggage wheeling it with basically you could hold on to it with two fingers and wheel all your luggage it's it's truly amazing 
I'm surprised we haven't had a lot of phone calls to license the technology because it's the best in the world right now. And you could ask any tour player that uses it because they love it. Jeff, it's always good catching up with you. I hate it that it's been so long. You know, I think we're getting out of this kind of a funk we've been in for a year and a half. Hopefully we are. People are starting to travel again. People are starting to travel with their golf equipment again. How about some last final words for our listeners out there on the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast uh, subscription list? Well, I would say it's always fun to talk about the players, and I've been lucky enough to go out and meet many of them, whether it's Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Matt Kuchar. Okay, I could just go on and on and on uh, of the players that use our luggage and use the TRS Ballistic Connection System. One of the funnier stories is Ian Poulter. He is a fashion king out there. He probably has more club glove TRS ballistic pieces, and, and he brings the whole wardrobe with him, and he can, and he can, wheel, yeah, he, he can wheel it all with one hand. So it's, it's, if, if, they, if you have a chance to check it out and go on the website, you'll see what we're talking about. We are a little more expensive than most, but it'll be the last luggage you'll ever buy also. Oh, Jeff Harrell, thanks so much for joining us, and hopefully we can do it again down the road. And we'll catch you at the PGA Merchandise Show. Great catching up with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and look forward to seeing you there. Club Glove TRS Ballistic, number one on tour, number one worldwide. Check it out at WorldwideGolfShops.com or any of our retail locations. Special thanks to Jeff Harold for joining us and to our listeners, and we'll do it again next time. We have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.